0: Welcome to the Payments Podium podcast hosted by the payments professor himself, Kevin Olson. This podcast discusses the past, present, and the possibilities of the payments
1: industry. Here's the show. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Payments Podium with Payments Professor, and today we're going to have a really special episode. Now, we might go a little bit off from our typical, you know, going over the past and the present and the possibilities of the future. I think we're going to really focus more on the present and the possibilities, and why is that? Well, I've got Luciano Corrales, sorry, Luciano Corrales, let me say your name correctly there, Luciano, who's going to be joining us today. Now, Luciano is in Bolivia and he's going to be talking to us about what payments are happening, what it's like with payments in Bolivia. Now, those of you who are out there following the Payments Professor on YouTube or following the Payments Professor on LinkedIn, I want you to know that I come across Luciano because he started making some comments and started liking some videos. He reached out, wanted to have a discussion. I was like, you know what? I would love to learn more about what's happening in Bolivia. Uh, we started having a conversation, then it turned into, why don't we make this into a podcast? Why don't you educate all of the followers out there, everybody who you know is in the the family for the Payments Professor, and help them to understand what's happened in Bolivia. So, Luciano, I'd like to welcome you to the Payments Podium. How are you doing today?
0: Fine, fine. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity to share with you and with all your followers you know a little bit about. What's happening here in Bolivia in terms of payments, in terms of ACH, and in general financial innovation? All no? that, how the fintech market is being behaving, and so I'll be happy to be sharing with you.
1: Now, let, let's morning. quickly let everybody know. Okay, you work for Tesevies as a user experience analyst, and in, in Bolivia. And what does that mean? What do you do there? I mean, what's your actual job role?
0: Okay, so my Job in this company, it's a fintech company. No, it has been uh, founded just uh, five years, five years ago, and my work is to analyze and try and test out every every mobile banking app. No, so we and we we try to do this to enable to make the best uh, mobile, take the most out of every mobile banking app. No, so to and in, Try to in try to understand what the customers want, what they really need, no, and not just like give them a functionality which seems uh, cool or it's like super uh, good, but it, that the functionality that behind in it, in it that they will really appreciate and will use, no. So we try to focus that we're a client-centric, no. A company, we understand, you know, and as a fintech, no, we we try to uh, solve things, no, that haven't been solved yet, and 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 we and also we focus a lot in financial inclusion, no. So now we are uh, enabling to sell uh, m- mobile banking apps to credit unions, no, here in Bolivia, which are
1: you do have like credit unions as well as in Bolivia. It's not just banks. you, you actually have credit unions. And, and when I say that, I, I want to clarify that you mean it's basically like a bank, but a credit union is owned by its members, by the account. Exactly. Okay. Just make sure everybody knows it's the same thing. So it's good to see that. And what I really is you said, you want to give users functionality, not what just seems cool. That's a problem we run into every country I've gone to and worked with that when it comes to, you know, what are you making in the app? It, well, it's nice that it does these cool things, but does it work for me? And you said financial inclusion, what's that mean in Bolivia? What are you looking to do for financial inclusion?
0: Yeah, sure, sure. I'm glad you asked that question cause like during the last years, we have been uh, uh, uploading like the credit unions onto the the ACH network, no? So before uh, credit unions, most like most credit unions, uh, didn't have access like to ACH payments didn't know that like the ACH payment world so they before just work as uh, physically right so now we have enabled to uh, upload like make participants of of an ACH network to around uh, 24 uh, credit unions that before never uh, have been connected no so so now and and the beautiful thing of this is that it's interoperable, no. So a a, a person that has a credit uh, a bank account like in any bank here in Bolivia can transfer money to to another credit union from and those and these credit unions are uh, normally from uh, rural areas, no. So that's why we talk about financial inclusion because these credit unions most are mostly in rural areas where people. Uh, couldn't like don't have non so much access to technology or to financial services no so now like their family members from other cities or other uh, places more uh, from the city can send money to them instantly like by ach payments no okay so those is-
1: things you hit on i want to clarify for listeners and, and well maybe i want to clarify for myself too to make sure i'm understanding so it sounds like your financial inclusion is really connecting the whole country so everybody in the country is able to be able to be on a network that works. And you're saying ACH network. Now, if you could, because you said ACH network and you said instant payments too. So if you could, if you could clarify what the ACH network is in Bolivia, because, you know, here in the States, we have ACH too. We call it automated clearinghouse. And the way that it works is it's only on days our banks are open and our credit unions as well. So it's like a Monday through Friday. We have the capability of processing through our ACH network. They're payments that can go through in the same day, but they take hours for them to process through in the same day, or they can take hours. They can go through a little quicker, but it's still only while the bank is open or the credit union. And typically, it's or historically, I should say, it's been a next day payment system. But you said your ACH system is instantaneous. So can you tell us a little bit more about what ACH means in Bolivia and how its speed works?
0: Okay, for sure. So here in Bolivia, we have two condition cameras, no? So, so two ACH processor uh, network, no? So we have the ACCL a company, which is uh, which is private, and it's owned by the banking association here in Bolivia, no? And we have the public, uh, like just like the Federal Reserve, reserve, uh, it's owned by the central bank from here from Bolivia, no? So most uh, most uh, credit unions are are joined uh, to the uh, local to the public uh, compensation camera, no? It's, it's, uh, because the the fees, like the processing uh, fees transaction fees, is really cheap. No, it's zero point ten uh, pennies, no? Uh, Bolivian pennies, no? So it's really cheap, and in comparison with the private one, it's like around one Boliviano, which is, uh, I don't know, like seven cents of dollar. Seven cents, yeah, around seven cents of dollar. So there's
1: two central processors, two operators. There's the public owned by the central bank, and then there's the private, the ACCL one. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, correct. Okay, but one costs a lot less than the other. That's... Kind of what happens in the states too, but usually there's an advantage over one over the other. Is there an advantage of ACCL of why you'd want to pay more and use it?
0: Exactly. Uh, yes, like ACCL. Uh, as I was uh, telling you before, uh, we have a, ACCL is the camera that can process the the new QR payment code, the pure payments that have been developed, and the the other camera. Can't know the the public one, okay. but uh, do, by this pandemic and and all, they are now looking for to enable no that to so they their participants from that camera can also process those QR payments no. Uh, for sure, it will take a little a, a while, but now it's it's uh, the central bank it's looking for doing that no, and. Also it's uh, really, uh, and also uh, uh, in the company that I work has enabled uh, uh, like a system in which those two cameras can work uh, with one another, no? So they're interoperable. So what, and that enables what like a bank can transfer money to a credit union. Because before there was not that uh, interoperability uh, connection, no? so uh has led has helped to develop that connection and to and what it's you know uh, like i was telling you before has enabled that financial inclusion
1: okay uh i i have gotta ask because you said it a couple times um uh, you know and maybe it's just the english to uh spanish translations back and forth but como se dice cameras in english um what is that i mean what what are cameras in english or in the like u.s payments I, is that like you know the portal the channel is it something like that um
0: yes sorry sorry like uh, cameras for uh, for me like when i say it, i mean the the ach processor not the ach operator not the ach operator like you have the 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 clearinghouse company in the u.s and yes. the the federal reserve right so when I talk, I refer to that, the equivalent here, which is the ACCL and the uh, Bank of, Central Bank of Bolivia, no? which, is, which the camera is called MLD, no? it has that, that name.
1: Okay, cool, well, you just educated us because believe it or not, even here in the States, one of the problems that we'll have sometimes is the words, the ac- I call it acronymity because we'll have all these acronyms, we'll use these terms, and sometimes we use them differently. And I know too that if we use them differently in the States, imagine what it is like when we do go global and everybody's got different words for the same thing. So thanks for that clarification. Something else you mentioned though, and I'll bet some people probably got their ears burning a little bit, is you said QR payments in QR codes. Now I know what QR codes are, you know everybody's seen QR codes and we have them in the States, but we don't use them as much for payments. It's something I believe is coming, and you said you're already doing that. So you, you already have, in Bolivia, the ability to just one person scan somebody else's QR code, and they can send money to them?
0: Yes, exactly. Last year in May, so it just has been like a, a little bit more than a year since it has been launched. Uh, this camera, ACCL, uh, has launched the, the ability to make ACH payments. Via QR code, no. So this has facilitated so much uh, the payments uh, system and the and the electronic payments, no. So before to make an ACH, you had to a uh, person, you had to have their banking account number, their their identification number, and their complete name, and all of these data and you have to register register them register them in your in your like mobile banking portal or mobile mm-hmm. uh, or internet banking and then you could make the payment no so this process was like a little bit of annoying no For like if you were on a hurry we call that or something. <laughs> yeah exactly okay. so with this qr code you just uh, the camera has enabled a new model and he has a, 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 a handed out guides to every participating bank so, so they can add like uh, just an option, a new option in their mobile banking uh, apps that they already have known to all of their clients. So you just they added a new option which is called uh, simply, no, which which means simple, no? Okay. Pago uh, simple, no? So simple payment and with QR. So you just to create to to like someone for you to pay you just you have the option to create a QR code or to pay a QR code so if you create you put the amount uh, for example one dollar uh, anything and you put uh, the the subject why is, is the payment and you just created a payment no and the person comes and scans <laughs> and in that QR code it's already your 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 bank account number your name, all your data and uh, even the amount. You no? Know, so the, the person that scans the code views, you no? Know, it, it, oh, okay, you are, this is your name, okay, the amount, okay, pay in, and the payment works now instantly, not, not as before. The normal ACH uh, works like near instant payment, you no? Know, but if there's an error, uh, you don't get the notification, there's an error, and the money can bounce back, for example, if someone mistyped the bank account number and until the cycle closes it bounced back but now with this ach qr payment if the if there's a mismatch or something the the payment cancels immediately so okay i've
1: got a lot of questions (laughs) because this this sounds really awesome so just to make sure with the qr code what happens is i'm assuming in the bank app Uh, so if i i have a bank account in a bank in bolivia I can download Mm -hmm. that bank's app or the credit union, and I can go into that app, and then it will give me options to use Simply Pay, and that's where I will be able to create a QR code. Now, when I create that QR code, do I use that same one every time, or do I create one for, say, I want to send you money right now? I, I owe you $5. So I create one right now for $5, and it will be specific for that transaction between me and you for right now, or would it be the same QR code I use every time?
0: Uh, this is the interesting part of this. I'm glad you asked that because the QR it's really super flexible. So you can create a QR code which is open, like for for when the person scans, they type the amount, or it can be closed. You no, know, like you name you Fred, uh, you enable you type the the amount before. So it could be a, a QR code for a specific amount, or it can be a QR uh, code uh, open. So so, and you, and you have, it can have a duration, no, of the, you can put that the QR code, uh, it's, it's um it available for like one week, one year, one day. So, and after that, it it, ha, it has no validity anymore, no. And when you create the QR code, the person that creates the QR code, it's the one that it's uh, uh, being, uh, like, that's requesting the money, no. So and and this and the interesting also part is that this QR code also works uh, from no with no presence no so you created a QR code and there's an option to share that QR code and so you can send it by email by WhatsApp by any any means that you want and the person that when once receive the the QR code they just save it as an image and when they pay they can scan it or. Uh, select the QR code from their uh, iPhones or cell phones gallery. So they select uh, select from gallery, and they select the QR code that has, they have saved as
1: an image. And so they're saving. I want to make sure I get this. I can share my QR code. So that's basically like what we, we call it here: request for pay. So I could take and create a QR code for you to send me money. Is 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 how that works? Let's like, say you owe me five dollars. Yes. I can go in, and I can create, and it will be good for how long I set it. Maybe it's good for a week. I set it up. I create this QR code. I can then either send it, I I would assume, within the banking app. You said I could send it via email. I could send it like WhatsApp or as like a text. You get that, and then you'll be able to decide if you're going to pay me or not. You, you, You may be like, I do not owe the professor $5. I'm not sending him money. Or you may go, oh, that's right. I owe him money. And you can then, from your app, on your phone, pull up that QR code, and be able to pull all the information for me to send it, and I never had to give you my bank account or a routing number or anything like that. It's all in the code.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's it's that's how it works. Like, uh, and and this has also helped a lot. It's like this is not not uh, being seen any longer. Like just an ACH, no. It's it's being seen as a means of payment. Not payment, no. A new means uh-huh. of payment because. Now uh, there are a lot of e-commerce uh, like since e-commerce you now has uh, been developing a lot in this in this past few months with this term of the pandemic, so a lot of uh, e-commerce websites here in Bolivia now are using this QR uh, code payment. No, so people can can pay with that, and this also has helped since the commissions for QR codes are much less. Uh, are much lower than, uh, uh, for example, uh, by a credit card or or a Visa or Mastercard card, no. But that is just like for the e-commerce and 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 merchants, no. Because for peer-to-peer, for person-to-person, this is free, no. And and there's a regulation here in in Bolivia which uh, financial institutions can't charge uh, uh, clients for. For a payment that is of of less than fifty thousand bolivianos, which is uh, around eight thousand dollars, no. So this this is being it has been really revolutionary and has been helping a lot in in this new era, no.
1: Awesome. Okay. Let's go to the faster payment side of things now. So, okay. What I I really loved about this too, is with the way of the using of the QR codes, that sending of the QR code. So it's not necessary that we have to break what, you know, I'm sure you have social distancing there too, you know, in the States, everybody's got to stay six feet apart and that can make it hard unless you got really long arms to be able to scan somebody's QR code from their phone. But you got around that because I could be sitting here in the Tampa, Florida while you're there in Bolivia and I could create the QR code and send it to you and you can make the payment. Now, anybody listening, I'm not trying to do an international payment. Let's just say theoretically, we are in the same country to be able to do that. Uh, Some of the listeners get a little technical with me and and it's good because it keeps me on my toes, but let's go to the speed of the payment now. So we've, Solved for the QR code does it. Uh, Real quick, though, before we go to the speed, you did mention e-commerce. So this is not something that's restricted for consumer, consumer, or person to person. It can be used by businesses as well. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, okay, the speed. So how fast does it happen? Is it, uh, you know, instantaneous? I'm going to see it in 10 seconds. Is it going to be two hours later? Does it work uh, at 10 o'clock at night? Does it work on Sunday? Uh, How's that all work?
0: Okay, so this uh, specifically, this ACHQR payment uh, works um, works in t- instant. So when once the transfer, like you make the payment, you put pay, the process works. Like it takes a, around five seconds and, uh, and a receipt appears, no? So, okay, you have payment complete, no? And the other person checks their bank account. The money is already there. No, so it's instantly. And as I mentioned before, if there's an error, it appears, no oh, error, uh, uh, in internet uh, connection uh, failing or something like that, and you have to try again, no? And uh, in terms of uh, availability, this uh, payment works every day until 11 o'clock. The only time that is not available, it's between eleven o'clock in the night and one in one a.m in the morning every day, no? So it it and that's the process in which they uh, the banks compensate and liquidate. with
1: it. So that's for settlement with and processing it, to
0: take place. Uh, exactly, yes the settlement. Well
1: really, really cool.
0: And and they are now working as a project to so that the camera works 24 seven, no? So there's no longer that uh, small uh, three hours gap every day. So, and they're working to 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 make 24 seven availability, no?
1: Okay, so working to make that a smaller window for all of the maintenance settlement type stuff to take place. Yes. I like that, that's really cool. So it is really fast, five seconds, you're getting receipts, you're sending all the messages, uh, one big question that always comes up with this, especially in having it for a year, uh, well, a couple of big questions that would come up with it, and you know, I want to use our time wisely. But the question usually is, well, let, let's go with user adoptability. And I would think because of COVID, they are using it. So, are people using it? Or are they quickly taking to it? I mean, I know you focus on the user experience. You said is one of your jobs is making sure the user experience is good. So are, are you seeing adoption? That's the word. Is it being adopted by the end users? Are they actually using it? Are you seeing high volumes of payments?
0: Okay, yes. The answer is, to ensure this is yes, because uh, even before the pandemic, there were initiatives from each bank. You know? So each bank uh, has the opportunity to market for for a sale. This uh, this new means of payment, no. So, for example, a bank, a Banco Sol, which is a bank here in, in in Bolivia, which is focused on microcredit loans, has enabled, uh, has empowered these QR codes by making um, financial inclusion. So, so so persons, uh, people that work in the in markets, no, in local local markets, that they sell fruits, for example, they sell vegetables, they have uh, open a bank account in in Banco Sol, and they have, and Banco Sol has printed to them a code, a uh, which which I as, I as I mentioned before, you have the ability to make it one year is uh, available, so and, and open, no, so that the person scans and uh, types the, the amount and pays it. So they they have, uh, you see, in, in La Paz, for example you uh, you see there are a lot of markets where all the the or the people every people that works there you know like that sells fruit and every other product they have these QR codes in their in their merchant in their local places you know in where they sell so they have a lot of them so people go and pay with that QR code because of the facility you no know? and and they and the bank it's making captation you know, because all of that money, that it's it's being paid, it's entering to the bank, you no? Know? So they benefit, uh, they benefit from that way, and and there's a lot of even here in Santa Cruz, also many uh, markets have uh, have been evangelized, for a se, uh, with this new payment means, and they have you no know, the banking app, uh, banking mobile app in their in their phone, so they can verify the payment and all of that. And and there's a, that's an example no of, of adoption that they have and also uh, this has worked for for other big companies, no? For example, uh, Tesavis has uh, helped assurance companies to to have this this means of payment, no. So now you enter to the your assurance companies uh, login and you can pay your, your bills with this your payment, no. It's easy and it has been really uh, uh, helpful for these people because uh, before, for example, if if there's offered uh, with they can pay with Visa or Mastercard with any uh, plastic card, no, the money gets retained for 24 hours before they, it's transferred to them, no, and they charge like the commission, do the settlement, all of that, and the commission is not. And it's not as other um, payment processors like, for example, Visa and Mastercard. These uh, acquires that work here, uh, they, they when you pay with the they, with that, they retain your money for 24 hours or 48 hours, depending if if there's a weekend or there's a holiday. They even more, and they then they transfer the money to you. So with this QR payment, that these companies can charge their bills and get the full amount of the money instantly. No? And the commission is paid at the end of the month after a settlement, no?
1: Okay, that's awesome. Because, I mean, one of the big things there is you had adoption and you had it pre-COVID. I imagine that COVID's probably made it come up a little bit more. The other thing is, is you mentioned how companies and even bigger companies are doing it. To see that, that's huge when it comes to adoption now. We're running out of time. Uh, and in fact, I, I, there, you know the one last subject I love to touch on is fraud, but we're going to have to leave that alone. That's kind of you know how we tease all the listeners. Maybe we'll get you back on to talk about what happened as far as fraud, because that's always an area of big interest. But as we're closing out here, what I want to ask you one last thing is, where do you see the future of the Faster Payments in Bolivia going? you've t- told us so much. You've told us about how you know, you've know you had it for about a year. You explained to us that ACH there is a little bit different than what it is ACH in the U.S., but you have the faster payments. The use of the QR codes is phenomenal, especially being able to save that image and pull from it. But where do you see the future of faster payments going in Bolivia? I mean, is it going to be good? Is it going to be more users? Will there be more use cases? What's it look like in your opinion as far as faster payments in Bolivia?
0: Okay, so for me, I have a perspective that Bolivia could become like for for like the next China, no? So you have been you have seen all, uh, most of us have seen that China is is being every day uh, every more and more like a cashless society, no? Everyone is work is also using QR payments, Alipay or, or WeChat, no? Everyone like and there are more and there are many. Um, Restaurants and merchants that no longer accept no cash, so and that's because of the of the usability. You no, know? they have the availability of this technology. They have no, so I think that it's just uh, um, a means of uh, time, so that the the users get to adapt more and more this this new technology, because it's been just a year, no and the the amounts are like are, are really good you know? so people are using every every time more and more. and I think it's just a means of time to 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 work on the culture not to cultivate more this this and so in in a few years it can become the culture can become so strong that it could be like China you no. Know?
1: All right. So you see Bolivia becoming cashless. That is what a great way to end. Uh, This is Luciano Corrales. I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great information. I know I've learned a lot. Hopefully the listeners out there, you've learned a lot too. All of you out there, if there is more that you'd like to hear, maybe you would like to have Luciano again uh, to tell us about fraud and what's happening there. Let me know. You can always email me, Kevin at paymentsprofessor.com. Don't forget to go to the YouTube channel. You'll find that under Payments Professor or just go to the website, paymentsprofessor.com if you are looking for more. Always looking for ideas from you. If you want to be on the show, you got an idea for the show. Again, email me, kevin at paymentsprofessor.com. But for today, Luciano, thank you for being on the payments podium. Class dismissed. Thank
0: you for listening to the Payments Podium podcast. Check back every Thursday for a conversation with the payments professor. This podcast is hosted and produced by Kevin Olson and edited by Sam Sue Smith. See you on Thursday.